Wall fans, common sensors, podcast consumers, welcome to episode 51 of Common Sense Sundays with Go Tell to the Wall, hosted by me, of course, your absolute favorite podcast host, the one and only Sean O'Rourke. It is a very special episode today, not really, it just happens to correspond with the 4th of July. Now, you might remember a couple years ago with Go Tell to the Wall, we did a star-spangled episode, special guests and all. No live feed today, but we do have the video feed getting into the studio a little bit earlier. That's going to give me some time to eat a ridiculous amount of hot dogs. Uh, not quite as much as Joey Chestnut, but we'll talk about that uh, a little further on in the episode. But before we get to all that, we always kick things off with our social plugs. You can keep up with us during episodes, after episodes, for episodes, whenever you so please, and you can do that in multiple locations. One of those would be facebook.com slash go tell it to the wall. That's right, facebook.com slash go tell it to the wall. Follow our page. Uh, that's going to be your location as far as Facebook goes, to, to keep up with everything that is Go Tell to the Wall, Common Sense Sundays, and Sean O'Rourke Live. Uh, and of course, YouTube. Head on over to YouTube. We have our YouTube channel. Search Go Tell to the Wall. Subscribe to our channel. Uh, you're going to find all of our video feeds that get posted after the fact. Our live feeds when, from when we used to do live feeds uh, are still up there. Our beer reviews, our parenting playlists, our mental health Mondays, all that good stuff right there on YouTube. So make sure you're subscribed because that's where... All of the videos are. Some of them get posted elsewhere, but all of the videos are featured right there on our YouTube channel. Of course, my own personal Instagram account, which is at SoCalSean, S-O-C-A-L-S-E-A-N. That's right, at SoCalSean. That one, more action happening on there because I have a lot of travel photos uh, from the epic road trip. I've just been basking in the glory of completing this epic road trip uh, for the past week or so because it's one of those things. It's a bit of an accomplishment. It seems silly. Because uh, it's like, well, I just, no, no, not silly. Drove across the country and back in a giant RV, uh, creating hopefully some good memories. I Definitely for my wife, but it's always funny. You wonder what a four-year-old's going to remember when she gets older. Uh, so, But all those photos, they're going to be posted up there on the Instagram. So make sure you're, you're uh, following the Instagram there or whatever they call it, whatever the kids say, however you do it on Instagram. It's not friend requests. I can't keep all of its different things. Like you follow, you subscribe, you, you do, I don't know, whatever. Instagram, at SoCalSean. Uh, and, of course, our website, SeanO'RourkeLive.com. That's right, SeanO'RourkeLive.com. Your one-stop shop for everything I just mentioned because you're going to be able to link to, to everything, including the YouTube channel. You don't even have to search. You just click the link right there. Uh, that's going to be your one-stop shop for everything and anything that is Go Tell to the Wall, Common Sense Sundays, or Sean O'Rourke Live, uh, including our Patreon campaign. It's, I always call it a campaign. Our Patreon page. Uh, head on over there. If you have the means to do so and help us out financially, every little bit helps. A dollar, two dollars, three dollars, whatever it might be, uh, and you'll get you spend enough, and you can get your name on the uh, the epic co- uh, wall supporters board that I have right here behind me. Uh, we got to fill that up a little bit still. There's, <laughs> I need to. I have stickers that need to go on this wall behind me. I, I got names that got to go, and it's just it's yeah, four year old running around. It's tough to do things like stickers because then she just takes the stickers and starts putting them everywhere else, and I'm like, whoa. Those were supposed to go over there, but I digress. Uh, and, of course, our merch page. You can uh, pick up some Go Tell to the Wall Common Sense merch right there through SeanOrourkeLive.com. It'll take you straight to the merch site, uh, so pick up some some cool merch. Uh, and happy 4th of July. As I said, it is the 4th of July. A little star-spangled episode, I guess you could say, for those of you that are in the United States and celebrating today. Uh, I will be kind of celebrating. I'm going to eat some hot dogs and probably drink a few beers here and... Uh, 
and sit outside with a hose because I live in an area of Los Angeles that goes ridiculous with fireworks. So uh, I, 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 don't take, I don't take fire lightly. Uh, so part of my day is going to be spent uh, making sure my house doesn't burn down. Uh, I did put my flag up the past couple days. Uh, it's actually my California state flag. Uh, nothing against the U.S. flag. I have no problem with the U.S. flag. I just don't own a U.S. flag. So I'm, I'm hanging my California state flag right now. Uh, and I know I'm going to get some. The funny thing is I'm going to get some hate mail on that. And, wow, you don't want to fly an American flag. And most of those people are going to be people that fly their own state flags and be like, what, what's the difference? You're just mad because I live in California. Get your priorities straight. Uh, and new logo before we get on to digital trends. New logo is done after a furious back and forth. The one person that's going to hear this is going to laugh at that. Uh, there was no furious back and forth. We just kind of final, finally finalized the new logo. That's going to be unveiled uh, this week. We're going to get that out to everybody. So hopefully hopefully everyone likes the new logo. It's, it's something a lot of you have seen. It's just been updated. So that's going to be exciting this week. All right. Now we move on to digital trends on this fine 4th of July. Yeah. It'll be interesting. It's early in the day, but I think we'll still get some fireworks during the episode here. There's just been... Fourth of July, is, it's like a couple months long celebration here in Los Angeles as far as fireworks go. And my favorite thing is when you when you get up, like, I'll be having coffee at like 9 o'clock in the morning, you hear fireworks, and it's like, it's not even fucking dark out yet. What are you guys doing? But okay. And like I said before, it's the same, same people that hang the, the, the truck nuts off their tailgate or the people setting off fireworks. Like, we get it. You're compensating. You got to compensate somehow. Uh, all right, digital trends. Hashtag YouTubers versus TikTokers. This was trending recently on, on the Twitter and on a couple other social platforms. I don't even really understand why, and I didn't care to, to fully research and actually understand why, simply because I, I, I don't get the whole TikToking trend. Uh, you know, influencers, YouTubers, all this other stuff. Like, okay, that's fine. I would never, ever call myself a YouTuber. You want to call yourself a YouTuber? That's fine. People make a lot of money off of YouTube. Uh, but all I could envision when I saw this hashtag was uh, the scene from West Side Story, those of you old enough to, to be familiar with the, with the film West Side Story, where they, they come out to fight and they, they like snap and then they start dancing. Like that's what I envision a YouTubers versus TikTokers fight would look like. Uh, you know, just millennials and Gen Zers flying all over the place dancing and, and, uh, and, and snapping their fingers. Yeah. So if you're interested, find out why they're they're feuding on the social platforms. To me, it's kind of the same thing. You just have a little more privacy with YouTube. I don't use TikTok. Look, <laughs> you know, we we always say, oh, just click on the privacy settings, whatever. No, take a look at the privacy settings for TikTok. There's a little bit more going on there. All right, hashtag Loserpalooza. This started trending yesterday. Uh, the Orange Menace had a rally because that's still what he we. We have we have rallies, I guess. Uh, for some reason, needs to have these mega rallies. It's I don't understand what people are doing, celebrating the losing candidate uh, for president. But I digress. So of course, hashtag #loserpalooza starts trending. Uh, and my favorite part about this was planes were flying over this rally <laughs> with stuff like Trump lost the election banners. Uh, one of them had like the lighted wings that just said "loser," loser flying over. So of course, people ran with hashtag #loserpalooza. Um, Still don't understand what people are doing going to these rallies, and and it was great because I believe it was in it was in Florida or somewhere where there was a lot of rain. Uh, so the few pictures I saw were people just wearing trash bags uh, to keep the rain off of themselves, and uh, I actually did feel a little bit of pity for them because I was in Florida dealing with thunderstorms, driving through a tropical storm, but dealing with just thunderstorms in general, and uh, 
it gets kind of wet down there. I'd forgotten because it had been 31 years and it gets very wet down there in Florida and certain areas around there and especially uh, we're going to talk about that little tropical storm that's rolling through. Uh, so, Loser Palooza, check it out. It just This is one that's just going to make you laugh. Uh, this one, I was happy, I was confused when I saw this trending and I was happy to see the backlash. Now, now past couple days, Brett Favre was trending on social platforms and uh, we're going to talk about the common sense side of, of, of what spawned his trending on the social platforms uh, as we talk about the, the uh, Olympic sprinter, the U.S. Olympic sprinter who has been banned from competition for a month. Uh, somebody pointed out that Brett Favre, uh, when he lost his father, if you're not familiar with the story, we'll get to it later in the show, uh, when he lost his father, went out and played a, played a football game. And actually, it, it's well known if you follow football at all. Uh, four touchdowns, blah, 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 great stats. And people said, you know what, he didn't go out and smoke marijuana uh, when his father passed away. He went out and did this game. And it was great because he actually got dragged. And I almost felt bad for Brett Favre because he didn't start this. Someone else put this thing out there and they're like, look at his stats. And everyone ran with it appropriately because, sure, Brett Favre didn't smoke some marijuana. Uh, but I would like to remind everybody, that's, and this is still pretty much the case, uh, especially with football players, they're loaded up with opioids, Vicodin, all kind, Percocet, all kinds of things. Brett Favre was famously known for, for taking a lot of drugs before games. Real drugs, not marijuana. Real drugs, opioids, uh, has admitted to it, at times admitted to taking two months' worth of painkillers in like two days, went to rehab, literally went to rehab. Uh, for for painkillers, so this is probably not not the hill to die on when it comes to comparing another professional athlete. And on top of that, let's never forget that Brett Favre uh, enjoys sending dick pics to to other to reporters out there among the NFL world. Yes, that actually happened. It's confirmed. It's <laughs> these things happen. Maybe let let's let's figure out who we're trying to lift up on a pedestal and do a little bit of googling. It'll take you two seconds to Google it, uh, before, and you would see that there was. This is not the person to compare. Not at all. Not at all. And, and let's stop with the whole profession. Like we we know that they are all doing lots of painkillers, and in fact, track athletes could be doing these painkillers as well and would not get in trouble for them necessarily. But oh, God forbid they smoke a little bit of marijuana. We're going to get into more of that when it comes to common sense. Another trending thing right now on digital media is things being deleted. It seems as though the Capitol rioters, the terrorists that, that stormed the Capitol, uh, have been deleting their, their proud social media posts, you know, like the dude sitting behind a desk, the dude standing at the podium. All We all saw it. It's all over the place. Uh, so now a lot of them are deleting these these posts uh, in order to, to keep from incriminating themselves. Uh, the greatest part here is 99 times out of 100, those posts are recoverable. They're still on a server somewhere. Someone else shared it. They're going to be able to find them. You're not really covering your tracks. But, of course, people are going to do everything they can to be like, oh, no, I, I was not at the Capitol, but here's you sitting at Nancy Pelosi's desk. Yes, well, no, but I wasn't actually there. Okay, all right, so we'll see how that goes. I'm enjoying following these court cases because they're guilty, 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 just left and right because, like, what's your excuse? You're trespassing. You stormed the Capitol. It's absolutely amazing uh, that, that these things are, are really happening. It's just such a world we live in. And they think like, oh, I deleted it. Oh, my, I've covered my tracks. No, no, no. No, no. Have you ever seen CSI? No, I'm just kidding. CSI is a little over, over the top. But they find things. We, we have agencies that are, that are trained and spend years finding things and, and, and doing detective work. They're going to find your posts. They're going to find video of you 
storming the Capitol. So don't waste your time. Just just leave it up there and own it. You were proud of it in the moment. Own it. Oh, Nikki Haley. Speaking of terrorists, I know. Here comes the hate mail. Nikki Haley's not a terrorist. I know she's not. She may as well be, though, Let's, if you really look at it. She's in the news recently for some reason because she, I, I think she just hangs out at uh, Trump rallies. I, I don't know. She's not actually a government official anymore. Uh, she has stated that Olympic athletes need to respect the flag. And if they don't respect the flag, they shouldn't be able to com- compete for the United States in the Olympics. I don't even want to fully unpack this because I completely disagree. And I would like to remind everyone out there that there is an iconic photo, an iconic photo from an Olympic Games, uh, and you all know it, where two U.S. men's sprinters are standing on the podium, first and second place, and they have their fists raised in the air. They caught a ton of flack for that at the time. Now we look back on it as, as a huge, iconic moment in Olympic history uh, and in the, the human rights, civil rights movement. So let, let's see which side of history Nikki Haley's going to be on over the next couple generations. But even beyond that, I don't want to get into unpacking it too much, but what I will say is I'd love to see the same amount of fervor and passion from from these people saying respect the flag uh, when it comes to the Confederate flag, because she has absolutely nothing to say about the Confederate flag flying everywhere and anywhere that she goes. It's it's flying at rallies that you see them at rallies. Never has not not the fast food restaurant, the the Trump rallies, uh, the the loser paloozas. You see them flying like crazy. I want to see the same energy there. I could almost respect your energy wanting the flag respected at, at, at the Olympic Games if you could bring that same energy against the flag of traitors and racists and people who were pro-slavery. Come on, let's think about it. Oh, man, more digital trends, too. I've got another one here. The San Francisco Gate, they put out an article. Uh, I, I, wanna, I always want to call them a newspaper. I'm, I'm that old, but I think they're just a digital publication, San Francisco Gate, SF Gate. Uh, they put out an article saying that Solvang is basically the adult Disneyland. And, of course, they got dragged on social media. Now, nothing against Solvang. I very much enjoy Solvang. Usually we go there like once a year. Solvang is a place that you go and you have some breakfast. There's actually a really great, I don't know if it's still there uh, since the pandemic, there's a great Italian restaurant that we tend to go hit up um, when, we, when we do our, our wine drinking excursion in December, so we weren't able, in December that we weren't able to do last December. Uh, but of course they got dragged because if you've ever been to Solvang, it's very nice. You go there, you get some Abel skeevers, some pastries, look at a couple windmills and you're out. It's, it's, it's like a 40 minute excursion. If you're eating a full lunch, sit down lunch, maybe it's an hour and a half excursion. Not that much to do there. It's not Disneyland. If anything, the place not far from Solvang called Los Olivos is closer to the adult Disneyland. Now that doesn't mean all of you should go visit it in December because I don't like it as crowded as it can get. Uh, I'm just kidding. Everyone has the right to go there. But it's just funny to me that Solvang has become the the uh, the adult Disneyland. Uh, and if you really like pea soup, I guess, me like if you're all about the pea soup, maybe it's closer to a Disneyland. You're all, like windmills are the greatest thing you've ever seen in your life. Maybe it's closer to a Disneyland. But nothing against Solvang. Lovely place to visit. Lovely place. And apparently it's been very crowded lately. Which is just people need things to do, I guess. Uh, so go to Solvang and check out some some windmills. Uh, I I would recommend hitting Los Olivos instead. That is like it's adult Disneyland for wine drinkers, and I'm not even a big wine drinker. However, I love hitting up some Los Olivos wine tasting. Highly recommend. Even if you're just moderately into wine, highly recommend it. Great people there, great little town, and you you can spend a day or two 
going around and doing some wine tasting and, and some some eating of those tri-tip sandwiches right there, too. If, if you've been, you know what I'm talking about. All right, let's move on to a couple of COVID updates here. We got word this past week here in Los Angeles, and I'm sure this is happening in other cities uh, around the country, uh, being asked to yet again put on masks while going inside and being around people, not necessarily outside, uh, but inside and around people. I've said this from the beginning. We keep pulling back on things a little bit too early, you know, and, and I've been saying from the beginning, like, what about the kids? My kid's still not vaccinated. And now we have this Delta variant uh, that, that is floating around, and that's what, what's got everyone freaked out. Now, I was still wearing masks inside. I'm fully vaccinated. I don't trust other people. However, now we're being asked by California to do it again. Uh, so for the love of God, just wear a damn mask. I'm going to have to get out the zombie teeth uh, T-shirt again and wear it for one of these episodes if, if we're getting a lot of backlash on the masks. Just wear the masks. Or don't don't go into places that are crowded inside. If you really don't want to wear a mask, don't go to those places. Let, let's let's knock it off with this this childish behavior that so many people have been going through. And it just doesn't stop. It's been a year and a half of childish behavior. Childish behavior. Uh, and definitely avoid super spreader events this weekend. Hopefully everyone's going to be hanging out outside. Uh, there is a good chance I'm going to go see a couple friends. Uh, for, for a very small barbecue this afternoon and, and hang out, but we are going to do it outside, and literally everyone there uh, will be vaccinated with the exception of a couple children. Uh, so just have fun, but don't be stupid. Don't be stupid. The good thing is 4th of July, uh, you know, for a lot of people here in the U.S., you're spending it outside. The weather's lovely. I don't know if the heat wave broke a little bit up there in the in the northwest, but that, that was wild, uh, the heat wave in the northwest. I was trying to watch the Olympic trials last weekend, and I was like, why are they doing this at 830 at night? And it's because the, the temperature was like 110, uh, and if you've ever run track or been on the track when it's really hot out, that actually makes the track temperature, because it's a rubber track, the track temperature was 150 degrees. Uh, yeah, that's not safe for people. So I, I, I'm, I haven't looked if that heat wave is broke. I think it has a little bit. Uh, but hopefully people can hang out outside and not be inside uh, and, and spreading this this possible Delta variant that's now floating around everywhere. Everywhere. Around L.A. I know I know other, there's a couple other countries that are not doing well, and uh, we just still have to be vigilant. Just, just don't be dumb. Just don't be dumb. If you're feeling a little sick, avoid people. Put on a mask. Take your temperature. Get a COVID test if you have to. Do the things. Just be responsible adults. We can all do it. And be responsible for your kids. For the love of God, think about the kids. All right. Mental health. I want to talk about a couple things with mental health. Uh, namely, fireworks on this 4th of July. Fireworks, not fun for most people. I don't enjoy fireworks myself. Now, I will watch a fireworks show, a professional one, it's fine. I, I don't understand the obsession that we have in this country with explosives. Like, I, I really just don't. What, like, yay, it's loud and bright. Okay, wow. Uh, but keep in mind that it's not fun at all for many. My, like, myself, it's not fun just because I don't like fires and I don't like loudness. But for animals, dogs, you, you can literally give dogs a heart attack from too much fireworks, too, too loud of fireworks. I had, we had a dog for years, and every, every year around the 4th of July, it was horrible. I had to comfort the dog. Now, Unfortunately, a dog passed away a few years ago. Now I'm comforting a four-year-old uh, who also can't stand the fireworks. And basically, I already know she's going to be sleeping in my bed tonight. Like, that's just happening because it's the 4th of July and it's going to absolutely go off. It's been going off for the past few days, uh, but tonight will be nuts. In fact, when you, if, if you're not from Southern California 
you may not know this, but when you go on social media and you're like, look at the look at the city, and you guarantee one of those is going to be Los Angeles. You just see fireworks going off everywhere, and they're not legal fireworks. They're completely illegal here in the city of Los Angeles, uh, and not to mention our veterans. That's 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 the most mind blowing thing to me. Is we're all like America, America, explosions, explosions, but then we're like respect the troops, respect the troops, and it's like you do realize that there are a lot of veterans out there who don't like the sound of fireworks. They have a thing called PTSD. Not all of them, but many of them do. Fireworks, not fun for them either. So, so keep in mind, from a mental health standpoint, other people. have you, you don't need your loud explosions. We get it. You're compensating. And fire, fire, fire. For the love of God, the whole West Coast is on fire right now. And this is just further fire danger. And it's, this was wild too. And from a mental health standpoint... Uh, I don't know, if, if if you live in Los Angeles, and even outside of Los Angeles, I think this made the news, uh, the LAPD, uh, they seized like 50,000 pounds of fire, something like that, something crazy, illegal fireworks in South LA, and they had a bomb squad truck that they loaded up with the fireworks, and I, I haven't even gotten confirmation if they meant to detonate the fireworks or they just detonated, uh, in the middle of a, a neighborhood block, 17 people injured, cars just destroyed, the bomb squad vehicle was just like on its side, destroyed, huge explosion there's video of the explosion out there if you care to check it out uh and it, and it was it was wild i'm watching the live coverage on the news i'm actually sitting in my backyard on the deck because i had done some grilling uh the other day and i'm watching the news and i can hear fireworks all around my neighborhood illegal fireworks as i'm watching footage of this truck explode in the aftermath of them carrying people out you know windows on houses blown out car like cars that were near the bomb squad vehicle literally flipped over that's what we're talking. Not, not. These are explosives. <laughs> you know, if somebody strapped a bunch of fireworks themselves and, and walked into a big crowd, we would all start calling them a terrorist. Yet here in my neighborhood, we just—that's just a normal thing for about two months around the Fourth of July. It, it kind of starts with Memorial Day and ends at Labor Day, but it gets really bad around the Fourth of July. And, and like I said, if you're curious, you can see footage of Los Angeles um, shooting off illegal fireworks that they'll be popping up tonight. As well as lots of social media posts of of, of, of terrible fireworks video footage. It's, it's just like every, every it, I always I'm always enamored by that. The people that are, they need to take their own video of fireworks. Look at these fireworks, and it's like you know there's professional shows that you can just like pull up on, right? Nobody cares about your shitty video that you're putting on. But by all means, do you know you need something to make you feel feel good about yourself in the Fourth of July? Parenting, parenting, something that makes me feel good about myself. Even with a four-year-old, it's been challenging lately, but uh, there's, there is a certain reward to parenting that you don't get from fireworks. Of course, except this weekend, we'll have to comfort my daughter because it's going to be uh, a long night of fireworks that my kid does not like. She'll be sleeping in my bed. Guarantee it. That's just happening tonight. I don't plan on getting a lot of sleep. The good thing is, with the way it falls this year, uh, it's, it's actually a holiday tomorrow, so, so my wife will not have to work, so I don't have to worry about my wife getting extra sleep before she's going and sitting in meetings, <laughs> you know. Uh, so that is the one good thing, is, is we'll have tomorrow to recover. However, please just think of the dogs, think of the veterans, think of the kids. It's not fun for any of them, uh, and I know for many of you parents out there, it's going to be a challenge tonight, and really has been for a couple days, and maybe will tonight, and maybe for a couple, days, a couple more days, uh, especially depending on where you are in the country. Like I said last week, Fireworks stands everywhere. And I see people posting, people are, even in my dad's group, they're like, post all your fireworks. And I see guys standing there with just like tons of explosives. And it's like, that's cool, man. 
like do you and a lot of times they're in a, an area where it is legal to do it um, but it gets especially frustrating like I said here in Los Angeles where it's completely illegal and just you know I went I went from dealing with a dog to dealing with a, with a child that doesn't like fireworks so it's just kind of one thing or the other uh, but I do have a tip before we move on to some common sense we're common sense filled this week um, but as I, was, as I was watching my daughter and my wife do it this morning uh, recommendation road trip wise but just in general we picked up I uh, actually got for my wife one of these little uh, Polaroid printers they 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 print you know smaller than the traditional Polaroid photos that we remember from the 80s they're kind of these smaller ones Prints them out and you can print directly from your phone uh, you can also print from computers and everything else. So on the road trip, we carried this printer with us and also bought my four-year-old an album that fits the little photos perfectly. So she was able, throughout the trip, to take photos with her camera. Uh, we were taking photos with our phones, also with, with my, my uh, bigger camera. And as we traveled, she was picking photos to print because this portable printer, you just load it with paper and boom, prints out the photos. Uh, and then t this morning, they were actually pulling the last of the road trip photos to finish filling up her album. Highly, highly recommend this. I mean, just in general, even if you don't have kids, it's a pretty cool little little device to have. Um, but especially if you have kids going on a trip, road trip, great way to entertain them uh, without actual, like, screens and stuff, you know. By all means, if you need screens for the kids, do it, but find other ways, and this is a great way to do that. Uh, and also stimulating her creative side because she's taking photos she's picking photos to put into her album to remember her trip and then there's this big memory of a giant road trip we took you can do, it doesn't have to be a road trip any kind of trip you take you know you can have this printer and use these highly highly recommend it like i said even without kids uh, but if you have kids of a certain age they're just going to love it they're absolutely going to love it because they get to be creative create their own little photo album and we don't see a lot of paper photo albums anymore you know they're they're underappreciated we still we have in my it's have them in my house uh, a few of them, especially with old photos, but you don't see it as much. It's all Facebook photo albums. There's nothing wrong with that either, but sometimes it's nice to have a little photo album to flip through. My kid really enjoys the photo albums, so I was happy that we were able to do that and uh, cannot recommend it enough. All right, common sense. I told you we're common sense heavy this week. It is Common Sense Sundays, episode 51. Uh, I want to talk about the Olympic sprinter who was suspended. I saw this the other night when it happened. I immediately posted and it's funny because the next morning, all the articles were mentioning the same thing that I mentioned. So this, the sprinter who was the number one qualifier in the 100 meters, female sprinter, uh, she is suspended for a month because she had a positive test for cannabis. And I pointed out the fact that she could be getting blackout drunk every single night. She could have run the race drunk, and it wouldn't matter. And in fact, from an Olympic standpoint, they serve liquor and alcohol in the Olympic Village, which is where all of the athletes stay at every single Olympics, regardless of the country. They serve alcohol. It's almost encouraged. However, a little bit of marijuana, you're suspended for a month. And this is the most ridiculous thing that, that, that could possibly be happening. And I will point out, people have dug up uh, some old social media posts from this sprinter. Uh, and I don't want to get into all of that. Maybe that's something we unpack at a later date. It doesn't change the fact that this rule is outdated. Uh, she ran the trials in Oregon. The U.S. Olympic trials are always held in Oregon. Beautiful. Oh, my God. I, Bill Bowerman Stadium up there. I, it's a beautiful facility, if you're even if you're not a track fan. But as a track fan uh, who grew up, grew up idolizing Steve Prefontaine, it's, you know, it is the, the holy grail of, of, of track, track, uh, track fields, you know, track and field stadiums. Um, 
It's legal, recreationally legal in the state of Oregon, legal to do it. Now, she could have also been using a bunch of painkillers, much the way Brett Favre did. That would have been okay. But no, as soon as a little bit of marijuana, and and don't get me started, oh, performance-enhancing drug, yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I am very pro-cannabis, you should know this. Uh, I am a cannabis user myself. I live in California, and it's been medically legal for years, and years and years, it's been recreationally legal for a couple years. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm not going out and running a, a 10.8-something hundred meters uh, after, after smoking a joint, just not happening. Not happening. Let's let's move past this. We absolutely need to move past this ridiculousness, especially the double standard when compared to alcohol. That that's all it is. And regardless of what was in her past, we need to stand up for this before it happens to another Olympic hopeful, another athlete out there who simply just smoked a little bit of marijuana. And there's also the fact that it's better for you than a lot of opioids. So let's pe- let's let athletes use it for pain management as opposed to a bunch of Vicodin or Percocet, stuff that can destroy your body. Oh, man. More Olympic news. Olympic swim caps. Now, you might not be familiar with swim caps. You know, there's people wear them on their head. Uh, I own a couple from doing triathlons, and my hair is usually, has when I was doing triathlons, was even shorter than this. It was no problem just straight down. But what they did is they made inclusive swim caps. Now, this is for people, especially women of color, uh, who have longer hair that you cannot, like, squeeze into a swim cap. Well, the International Olympic Committee decided that those are banned at Olympic competition because they are not approved swim caps. And this is clearly just a a, a racist move by the International Olympic Committee because there's no advantage. In fact, if anything, it's a disadvantage to be wearing a bigger swim cap because you're less aerodynamic in the water. And I will say, based on this, it's getting really, really difficult especially these past couple stories, to even enjoy the Olympics anymore. I don't know how much of it I'm going to watch this year. I still love watching my track and field. I'm a sucker for track and field, but I probably won't be watching a lot of it this year just because they make it so difficult. Let them wear the swim caps. Just let her run. It's ridiculous. Utterly ridiculous. And and you know how I feel about the Olympics when it comes to uh, what they do to to certain cities. And I'll have to be dealing with it here in 2028. I think is when the Olympics are coming next. And it's funny, I was hanging hanging with my with my buddy Kevin, big supporter of the show, uh, a week ago. And he mentioned, because I didn't live in Los Angeles, I was still living in Florida at the time, but the 1984, 84, 84 Olympics his father, that were in Los Angeles. And his father was like, we're getting out of town. He was a young kid at the time. He said, we're getting out of town. And they went on a big road trip to avoid Los Angeles during the Olympics. And I told my wife uh, when the Olympics were announced for Los Angeles, I was like, we might just rent out our house and leave town for a month and a half because I don't want to deal with the madness that is uh, the Olympics here in Los Angeles. All right, moving along there, more sporting stuff. Apologies for all the sports stuff, but it's uh, socially relevant here, all of it. Uh, We had a high school basketball team down there in San Diego, Coronado High School. Uh, They won the CIF championship. That's the California Interscholastic Federation. Every state has, you know, these governing bodies for high school sports. Uh, they won the section championship for down there in San Diego uh, and got into some controversy because after the game, uh, they played a team that was mostly uh, Latino. This is uh, boys basketball. Uh, and after the game, pe- fans of Coronado High School actually started throwing tortillas at the other team. Yes, tortillas. Uh, obviously racist undertone to this. And since then, the CIF has ruled and stripped them of their title, uh, which there's been a lot of discussion of whether this is fair to the athletes or not. And you know what? At this point, 
I don't care about the, the, the young athletes anymore. Make sure your school is better. You want to play sports for your school. Be the example. Set the precedent that you want for your high school, middle school, whatever it is for your college. Set that precedent. So they were rightfully stripped of their title. Uh, and I will tell you, Coronado, for those of you not familiar with it, uh, you have to pay a toll to go to Coronado. It's a small island over there. Uh, the You take the Coronado Bridge, and if you don't live in Coronado, you pay a little toll to go into Coronado. you got to pay to go into this little community over there. Uh, so nothing against Coronado, but I'm not shocked uh, that there's some racism going on over there because it's a mostly white community uh, in San Diego. I love you, San Diego, but... What the, you're freaking me out, just like the song. I love you, San Diego, but you're constantly freaking me out. Uh, and, and, of course, this is obviously, obviously a racist move by the fans of Coronado High School. So I'm glad to see that their title was stripped. All right, we're going to lighten it up a little bit. I want to talk about Sonic. Sonic Burger, Sonic whatever. They, they sell all... You see these commercials, and I'm always like, ooh, that stuff looks good. That stuff looks great. Well, on our travels, uh, we're in, I think, Texas, and I just needed a cheeseburger. I'm like, what's the nearest... So we get off and there's a Sonic. I'm like, I've never had Sonic. Let's get Sonic. So I get a cheeseburger and fries and stuff. My wife gets some, my my wife and daughter get like some chicken strips. And we're eating it. And afterward I went, that was just not good. And I hadn't had a lot of fast food over the past year and a half. So I was like, maybe I just don't like fast food anymore. Well, sure enough, I'd had a couple more burgers. I had a Whataburger and I had a Wendy's. And, and I'm, I'm not recommending saying those are great burgers. Uh, but what I am saying is Sonic was truly terrible. Truly terrible. Like avoid Sonic. Don't eat food there. Uh, now, I have been told that the slushies, which are kind of like hush pup, you know, slush puppies, I'm all about, those are pretty good. So maybe get some of those, but avoid the food. But it also got me thinking from a common sense standpoint, there's always these arguments about fast food restaurants, like In-N-Out versus Whataburger and all this other stuff. Uh, and I actually found myself talking to somebody on our travels about this, you know. Um, it, it's such a funny debate. And if you want to have fun with it, debate with other people, like what's better and you know, the Whataburger argument is always like, we have bacon. In-N-Out doesn't have bacon. It's like, okay, well, that's fine. If that, you know, if you love bacon on your burger, that's totally fine. But here's the thing with fast food is everyone kind of has their favorite. And a lot of times it's not even because it's great fast food. The best example I can give you is I really enjoy White Castle. I grew up with White Castle in Chicago. Love it. Love the little sliders. Fully recognize that White Castle is not good. It's not gourmet food. It's shitty steam burgers. You ever... Check out a YouTube video if you just actually see how they make the bur It's not good food. However, I like it because I grew up with it. So we all have our preferences a lot of times geographically based and based on what we grew up with. And having the debate over what's better is just, it, it's always kind of ridiculous. It really is. Have your preferences. You know? Have your preferences. If you want to have a friendly debate about it, that's fine. But people get way too upset about certain things. Now, of course, when it comes to Chick-fil-A, completely avoid Chick-fil-A. for the you, you don't need that hatefulness. And uh, and I think it's far and away, this is my one opinion I'll give, the Popeye's chicken sandwich, far and away the best of the chicken sandwich wars that are happening right now. And I've heard this from multiple people. I have a, I have a Popeye's chicken sandwich problem uh, at the moment. I ate two of them last Sunday. <laughs> two of them. That's <laughs> so good. But let's just calm down with the debate. Let everyone love what they love. Uh, but avoid Sonic. Good Lord, it was not good. I Like, I ate it, and it didn't make me sick, but it's like, what am I... I felt like I was eating a microwave ham frozen hamburger that you'd buy at the store, like, pre-made hamburgers. It's like, what the hell is this? French fries weren't even good. All right, more fireworks stuff. Ocean City, did you see this happen this morning? Ocean City, Maryland. Uh, there's, like, a boardwalk there. It's real well-known. Uh, their professional fireworks, just, like, show went off prematurely. 
explosions all over the place in Ocean City, Maryland. And now, of course, when can we just stop with the fireworks? I'm going to say it again. Because even the professional shows have problems. I remember years ago, there, San Diego does a fireworks show. Uh, and the they had, an, like, on the water, they had an issue where the, the the grand finale, like, caught. And it just, it was what should have been, like, a I don't, how, however long fireworks was. I don't even know. Like, 10 minutes. What should have been, like, a 10-minute show ended up being, like, 30 seconds. Blowing up everywhere. And there was Simi Valley. Uh, a few years ago where they had a fireworks and this is very common high schools when when I grew up what we did in San Diego because fireworks are illegal uh, we'd usually go to either climb like a mountain somewhere and watch you know you could see a couple fireworks shows but the high schools down in San Diego would do fireworks shows uh, and I believe this was at a high school was on a football field and people are just in this you know and we we'd sometimes go to the high school you sit sit in the stands there at the football field yay fireworks a few years ago Simi Valley they had their platform like fall over and it started shooting fireworks at the people sitting in the stands these are explosives. I, I don't understand our, our obsession with explosives here in, in America and, and the fact that we have to constantly learn from, from, from seeing these things happen. When can we just stop? And I highly, highly recommend people start using drones instead. Drones are not going to explode. Have you seen some of the drone lights? Like, those are actually impressive as opposed to just some silly, colorful explosions in the air. Uh, I'm, I'm really hoping that we see more and more of that. Oh, man. I know everyone that listens to this show is very, very into fashion and high on fashion. Uh, as you can see, if you're watching the video with my Bomb Pops, not Bomb Pops the band, but my Bomb Pops uh, collared shirt here, button-down shirt, specifically worn uh, for the 4th of July. Uh, so, so, yes, I am very into high fashion. Not really. But for those of you that are, you may have seen that Ralph Lauren, Ralph Lauren, I believe it's Ralph Lauren, I don't know. I'm, that's how much I know about fashion. Uh, put out a new line of Major League Baseball gear, and it's featured at Bloomingdale's. So if you are in need of a $500 Ralph Lauren uh, Major League Baseball team jacket, that would be the place to go. And from a, from a, a like, honestly, you don't need a 500 The expensive, authentic, on-the-field jackets, like the stuff that the players wear, you're not going to pay $500 for that. But because it's got Ralph Lauren on it, we're going to spend $500 on it. It's all that ridiculous. And bl it's always Bloomingdale's. Bloomingdale's was the was the brand that had like the worn down white sneakers years ago, and it's like look like you like no no no, what are you doing? That's insulting, uh, and this is also insulting because they have oh their their hats, which are going for like eighty bucks on there. Their new era hats for those of you familiar with new era, I don't know a lot about fashion, but I do know new era hats. Their new era hats, and if you were to go to to like the MLB shop, the same hat's gonna run you about thirty bucks. So you're paying about $50 extra uh, for this Ralph Lauren signature on the brim of the cap. For those of you that are familiar with sports, I got some signed stuff right behind me. Uh, usually you have players sign things. Not clothing designers, uh, but apparently we're going to sell overpriced hats because it has Ralph Lauren's signature on it. Oh, man. Fashion. I don't understand it. Like, I literally... I wear fashion from a company called Stupid Red, and it's really red. Okay, Liquid Death. Love Liquid Death. If you're not familiar with Liquid Death, go sell your soul to Liquid Death for a case of water. Uh, this is canned water, for those of you not familiar with it. They actually sponsor a lot of, uh, they've been sponsoring a lot of streams. Uh, they work closely with a lot of a lot of punk bands, punk rock bands, uh, ska bands, and, and the likes of, of those type of bands. Uh, but they got into, I wouldn't even say some hot water. 
no pun intended. Uh, and it's funny, I believe this was Jen, Jen Pops uh, from the Bomb Pops, her dog that was featured in it. A short video of a dog drinking liquid death. Now, it's in a can, so yes, it is canned water, uh, but it's liquid death water. And somebody came on and said, why are you giving a dog beer? Please don't do that. That's animal abuse. <laughs> now, luckily, liquid death came back and said, uh, it's all good. It's water. We are called liquid death water. Just because it's in a can doesn't mean it's beer. Uh, so use some common sense when you're out there watching social media and looking at things, and especially before you complain, because the dog was drinking water, not beer. And apparently beer is bad for dogs, but it wasn't beer. So don't feed your dog beer. I don't know. But go ahead and feed them liquid death water, because it's water. It's spring water. It's probably better than the water that they'd be drinking out of the tap, depending on what city you're in. We have excellent tap water here in Los Angeles. It's crazy. You wouldn't think city water, but we have excellent tap water here in Los Angeles. It's one of those crazy things that, that's always shocking to me. All right, entertainment news. We're going to get through some of this and then finish it up because i got to go have a hot dog somewhere. Hot dogs seem to be the unofficial uh, 4th of July food. I'm not even a huge hot dog fan. I prefer a brat if I'm doing you know something along those lines. Or give me a burger. Love a good hamburger or brat or, you know, maybe an Italian sausage. Hot dog's a little overrated for me. I'll eat them. I mean, who doesn't eat a hot dog? Uh, but definitely just a little overrated for my taste, you know. But I'll probably still eat some hot dogs today. Uh, Hurricane Elsa, which has now been downgraded to Tropical Storm Elsa, is headed for Florida. I believe they were already getting some of that weather. Uh, now, this isn't something to joke about. Hurricanes are very serious. I literally have a... a grandmother-in-law who's 98 who is on the coast of Florida like on the coast you, you know there's some pictures coming that of me standing like right outside of uh, of the condo that my father-in-law owns right there so I, I don't mean this from a joking manner but uh, as soon as I saw the name of the hurricane and the fact that it was coming for Florida all I could envision was Disney sending a cease and desist letter uh, to the National Weather Service insisting that they change the name of the hurricane from Elsa to anything else uh, and for those of you enjoying that joke, you will be reminded that uh, Disney will send a cease and desist letter for the silliest little things, uh, including a, a preschool who has who may have painted Mickey Mouse uh, on their wall. So I wouldn't be shocked if they were sending a cease and desist letter to the, uh, Hurricane Elsa, just because that's not good branding for them. Oh, we got some new Funko Pops announced. You know, if you, if you look at the still photos, because you don't get them in the video, but I got some Funko Pops back here. Oh, there's, there's Funko Pops right here. There's a Deadpool Funko Pop that you can see in the video. Uh, I, I like Funko Pops to an extent. I buy them. I don't buy full sets like a lot of people. I don't have a full wall of them. I just have some. I get the ones that I like. That's why there's a, you know, I have the full Mr. Robot set. That's the only full set I have. But we had some new ones announced this week, uh, and it was Green Day. All three members of Green Day in their American Idiot attire. Uh, they're available for pre-order right now. I believe they come out in August. Uh, I did pre-order my Trey Cool one. See, I'm, I didn't even get all three. I was just like, ah, give me the Trey Cool one. Uh, so I'll add it to my collection. It'll probably sit next to the Mark Hoppus uh, Funko Pop that I have up there. I've just only got a few of the music musical ones. Most of them are like Henson and stuff. I have the giant uh, Labyrinth Ludo back there. Um, you know, I don't you see, look through the photos <laughs> if, if you're interested. Uh, but my, my collection pales in comparison to a lot of people that I've seen. But Trey Cool is going to be added to that collection uh, at some point in August when, when my pre-order goes through. All right, hot dogs. Like I said, the unofficial food of 4th of July here in the United States of America. So, of course, we have the hot dog eating contest uh, there in Coney Island this morning. 
Joey Chestnut set, broke his own record of 75 hot dogs by eating 76 hot dogs in whatever amount of time that is that they get to eat them. Uh, they put this thing on ESPN. Now, I, I can respect the competitive eating to an extent. You want to call it a, a sport, a spectator sport, that's fine. What I will say is if you've ever watched it, it's quite disgusting. I, I have zero interest in ever what uh, Every year I hear about it, and then ESPN sends breaking news. They're like, Joey Chestnut or... Uh, you know, there was uh, Kobayashi used to be like the the man when it came to to hot dog eating. Uh, you know, oh, oh, broke the record, won the hot dog eating contest, and blah blah blah. Uh, I would not recommend watching it. You're just you're watching people shove food down their throats, and a lot of times they like to dip it in water. It's just disgusting and messy. Spit flying everywhere. <laughs> Definitely not good in COVID times. Uh, which in fact they did it like indoors last year apparently. I don't follow it enough, but apparently they did it indoors, and they were able to go back outdoors this year. Uh, so hopefully people standing in that crowd didn't get catch too much too much flying hot dog remnants from people that are shoving it down their throats there. Not a fan. But congrats on setting a record. 76 hot dogs. I'd be I'd be in a I'd be sick for three weeks if, if I had ate seventy six hot dogs. If I ate seventy six hot dogs over the course of three days, I'd be sick for months. I <laughs> don't so, so I mean, respect in that, in that, when it comes to, you know, I, I guess you got to train your body somehow. But no thanks. Don't want to do it or watch it. Uh, Masters of the Universe, new animated series coming to Netflix. New trailer dropped this week. Uh, for those of you not familiar with it, I am a little biased because it is by Kevin Smith, the great Kevin Smith, uh, and it looks like fun to me. I really enjoyed the trailer. Now, here's the thing for me. Is, is kind of my very first, like, toy obsession. Not even real obsession, but the toys that I was getting, my first toys as a kid, like, action figure-wise, were uh, He-Man. Had some of the He-Man figures and stuff. Had friends, you know, we all played with the He-Man figures. Uh, and I did watch the show as, as a younger kid. Haven't seen it in years. But I did watch it. However, I'm not super passionate about uh, the, the dogma that is Masters of the Universe or He-Man or... Or I can't even pull out the name of the like fictional kingdom they live in. Uh, so so I'm sure people are going to have some bad things to say about it. But I'm excited. It's coming out uh, like July 23rd. And I will enjoy watching watching that. Simply because it's Kevin Smith. And, and you've also got, uh, uh, I believe, Mark Hamill's voice is in there. As well as uh, Jason Mewes. And of course I love me some Jason Mewes. Got a big ass J sitting right there on the other side of that monitor. If you don't know what a big ass J is, uh, check it out. Because mine's even signed by J. Uh, Jason Muse, no messing around with that. Got it from the stash that used to the the Jay and Silent Bob stash that used to exist here in Westwood. It's good stuff. It's one of my most prized possessions, I would say. Maybe not, but close to it. I enjoy that thing. Had it for a long time, long enough because that stash has been closed for years, and I got it when it for, like first opened. And it's just because Jason Jason Muse was just hanging out. I smoked a cigarette with him outside the store. I got a picture with him flying around here somewhere. I don't think it's actually framed, but it's flying around here somewhere. So I'm going to enjoy that. Not a hardcore fan, but I think it's going to be good. Uh, and to, to finish out entertainment news and let you all enjoy your, your 4th of July, for those of you that are celebrating or just enjoy your Sunday, if you're not here in, in America, uh, is, is some music for today. If you want to avoid the country songs and all that ridiculousness, uh, the great band Less Than Jake, God, I love me some Less Than Jake, they have an album called Anthem that came out in 2000. Two or three, early 2000s, uh, has fireworks on the cover, has some fireworks sounds throughout it. That could be your soundtrack for the day. 
uh, if you want to avoid all of the, you know, proud to be an American and all that other stuff. That's fine. If you like it, fine. I can't do the country music for the love of God. I can't do the country music. I'm sure I'm going to have to hear some Bruce Springsteen at some point today. I can deal with that. None of the country music. So highly recommend Anthem by Less Than Jake as your soundtrack for this fine 4th of July. Like I said, if you are celebrating uh, this this fine American, that's not American, it's, it's more of a American holiday uh, because that's that's what we do here. We set explosives off, off we get drunk and eat hot dogs <laughs> to celebrate America. Uh, always amusing to me. Try not to eat 76 hot dogs. And then, of course, I go to the Blink-182 song where Grandpa ate seven hot dogs. That's a little inside one for the five of you that are Blink fans. <laughs> there's only five of you. I've counted, based on the, the fifteen to 20,000 listeners, there's only five Blink fans. I'm just kidding. There's actually probably more. Uh, that is going to do it. I'm ready for hot dogs and, and maybe a beer. Brace myself for some explosions as I spend the, the latter part of the evening sitting on my porch with a hose. Like an old man, get off my lawn, fireworks. That's how I'm going to be, but uh, but I'll do my best to enjoy it. And hopefully my kid uh, will, will be able to enjoy a little bit of the fireworks and not be too freaked out, and, and maybe I will actually get some sleep tonight. We'll see how that goes. So on that note, wall fans, uh, don't forget to follow us on all the social platforms, facebook.com slash go tell it to the wall. Again, facebook.com slash go tell us the wall follow our facebook page there uh, of course youtube head on over to youtube search go tell us the wall subscribe to our channel all of those great videos are up there uh we're making a big youtube push i got some new content coming out on youtube as well uh and my own instagram account which is at socal sean s-o-c-a-l-s-e-a-n that's right at socal sean uh lots of new photos going to be going up there this week so make sure you check that out most importantly sean i'm going to give you links to all those things i just mentioned as well as exclusive content you won't find anywhere else uh, including our patreon page and our merch page to so pick up some great merch or support us on patreon if you have the means to do so all right on that note wall fans common censors podcast consumers this has been episode 51 of Common Sense Sundays with Go Tell It to the Wall. I am, of course, your absolute favorite podcast host, the one and only Sean O'Rourke. And remember, Wall fans, especially on this fine 4th of July here in America, no matter what you do, no matter who you're with, no matter where you go, and especially no matter why you are doing it, always, always use Common Sense.